You have reached Road Talk, Navigating Your Journey, a ministry and podcast of the Discover Young Adults Ministry at the Preston Crest Church of Christ in Dallas, Texas. We meet at 945 on Sunday mornings, and we have small groups all throughout the week. We are located at Preston Road and Highway 635 in North Dallas. My name is Jacob Hawk. I'm the Young Adults Minister and the host of this podcast. It doesn't matter if you are single, dating, if you want to be dating, if you're married, if you want to be married, or if you're divorced, or if you're trying to figure out at what stage of life you are passing through. At the Discover Young Adults Ministry, we want to help you discover life, discover love, and discover the Lord. If I can help you or serve you in any way, or if I can pray for you, please email me at jacob at pressandcrest.org. Well, I want to welcome you back today to Road Talk, Navigating Your Journey. As always, I hope that you're having a great day, and I'm most appreciative that you would spend a few minutes with us today on the podcast. We just recently finished a series where we were looking at some of the great hymns that we sing in the church, the history behind those hymns, how those lyrics relate with Scripture. If you did not listen to that series, I encourage you to go back and listen to it and share it with someone that you think might be blessed by the information. Uh, But today we're going to begin a new series that I am actually currently teaching right now in the Discover Young Adults Ministry at the Preston Crest Church of Christ. Back at the beginning of the summer, I asked the young adults here at Preston Crest to submit some topics that they wanted to hear more about. And if you remember, back in the month of June on the podcast, we did a series over how we got the Bible. That was one of their requests, is to uh, learn a little bit more about how the Bible came to be. Uh, The series we're about to consider is another request that they presented Several different people presented the request. Some of them were anonymous, some of them weren't, but many of them, since they're single, they said they wanted to have a series over dating and marriage. I'm blessed to work with a large group of singles and young adults here at Preston Crest, uh, many of them who are obviously interested in marrying a Christian spouse, and so this is a topic that they think about regularly, dating and marriage. And even if you're listening to this today and you aren't dating because you are married, or maybe you've been married before, I think it's good for all of us to consider from time to time good Christian principles to remember when it comes to dating and certainly to our marriages. This is a four-part series, and today's episode is entitled Lies About Love. Lies About Love. I'll begin today by asking you, how would you define happy ever after. We grow up hearing fairy tales or reading children's stories about people who fall in love and then they live happily forever after. What is happy ever after? It was really interesting to ask the young adults this question and to hear the different responses. Someone said, well, it's having someone I can trust, or it's someone that I know who will always be there for me, or having a family, having children. Uh, One young adult said, it's the wraparound porch, which I wondered if he planned to sit on that wraparound porch by himself or if he hoped someone else would be sitting there with him. But we all have a different opinion or definition of what happy ever after looks like. 
But the truth is, is that if we don't marry the right person, uh, life will be happy never after. If you marry the wrong person, your life is full of many trials and tribulations and challenges that God never really intended you to have. Uh, God wants marriage to be a blessed union, a place of comfort, a place of peace, a place of strength. And marrying the wrong person does not give you a happy life ever after. It really creates, in many ways, a life that is happy never after the wedding is over. So we're going to talk about some different topics in this series. Again, today is Lies About Love. Uh, The next episode will be Conversations That We Should Have Before Marriage. Uh, The next episode after that, we'll be talking about how we find the one, specifically, is there such a thing as a soulmate? And then the last episode, a request I was given, which I thought was an interesting request, breakups that honor God. I don't know if the person who submitted this is planning on breaking up with someone soon, but I think it is an interesting topic to consider. By no means will there be anything profound mentioned in this episode or any of these episodes or anything you've never heard before. But I do think these are topics that we can never discuss too much. So today we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about some very common lies about love. And for a point of clarification, these are lies that the world wants us to believe about love. That may or may not resonate with the truths of Scripture. But here's lie number one. Love is easy. The world wants us to believe that if we just meet the right person and if we fall in love, that life will just be full of flowers and rainbows and happy days. But the Bible paints a very different picture of love. I'm sure you remember the passage in 1 Corinthians 13, which is often read at weddings, 1 Corinthians 13, beginning in verse 4, Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Does anything about that sound easy? Being patient, being kind, not boasting, not being proud, not keeping a record of wrongs, not being self-seeking. Nothing about that's easy. And when we read through those descriptions, we all have probably different opinions as to which description of love is the most difficult. But if we look at them with open and honest eyes, none of them are easy. Lie number two. Love and lust are the same. Physical attraction does not always equal an emotional connection. Someone might say, well, we have great chemistry. We're going to be great together. Not necessarily. Love and lust are not the same. But you know what is the same? Love and sacrifice. Jesus said in John 15, 13, that there is no greater love than one who is willing to lay down his life for his friends. That's love. I posed the question to the Discover Young Adults class this last Sunday, and 
I'll pose the question to you. Do you think Bathsheba ever loved David? I mean, she had every reason to resent him. He called for her. He killed her husband. He made her an adulteress. They lost the baby that they conceived together through the infidelity. It changed her life forever. I wonder if Bathsheba ever truly loved David. I would like to think that she did eventually. They had Solomon together, who was a prized son of David and Bathsheba, but there was a physical attraction, at least of David toward Bathsheba, but was there love in that relationship? There may have been, there may not have been. But just to assume that love develops from lust is a lie of the world. Lie number three, love is always a warm feeling. If you've been married very long, you know that's not true. Some days are better than others. But love is an intentional decision. We choose to love even when we don't always feel like loving or even when we do not always feel like being loved. We make an intentional choice for love to be part of the relationship. That's what Paul describes in Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 and 7. He says, Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who made himself nothing and took the very nature of a servant. That was an intentional decision. Jesus did that for people who were not always going to love him back. Love is not always a warm feeling but it is an intentional choice. Lie number four. Love always grows over time. Now, you would like to think that it will, and for many couples, it does. And that's a wonderful thing and blessing from God when that takes place. But so many couples fall out of love the longer that they're together. Why do couples fall out of love? There could be many things. They lose interest. Maybe the stress of life wears on the flame of the relationship. Maybe they just decide that they want a newer and better version of their spouse that they can find in someone else. It's interesting that Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 8, makes the statement, Love never fails. But obviously love does fail because the divorce rate in our country and in the church is very high. So is it true that love never fails? Why do some couples fall out of love? Why is it that love does not always grow over time? Well, as you well know, I'm sure in the Greek language, there are three different words for love. There is phileo, love, which describes brotherly love. There is eros, type of love, which describes more of an intimate sexual love. And there's agape love, which describes the unfailing sacrificial love that God has for his people and that we in turn are to have for one another. When Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 13, verse 8, that love never fails, he doesn't use the word phileo and he doesn't use the word eros. He uses the word Agape. Agape, unfailing, sacrificial love, will never fail. 
and marriages that are built on agape love, they do have love which grows over time. But if marriages only have phileo love, brotherly love, eventually that couple will just become roommates. If that marriage only has eros love, that'll change over time as well as attraction changes and maybe for some couples begins to diminish. But if couples have agape love for one another, that love will last. But it's a lie to tell someone that love always grows over time. Because unfortunately, sometimes it doesn't. And lie number five, love happens at first sight. Some people claim that they fell in love with each other at first sight. And that sounds very romantic and very picturesque and utopian for how people get together. I think it's more realistic to say that they were attracted to each other at first sight or interested in each other at first sight. Even for some, they might even say they were infatuated at first sight. But you can't really love someone with agape love until you truly get to know them. Until you know for sure that you are willing to sacrifice everything for them and that they're willing to sacrifice everything for you. So those are five lies about love. Number one, love is easy. Number two, love and lust are the same. Number three, love is always a warm feeling. Number four, love always grows over time. And number five, love happens at first sight. Now, I don't want to leave this episode on a negative tone. I want to talk about some truths about love very quickly. I just have a couple. And here they are. You can't love someone how they deserve to be loved if you don't love God more than them. And number two, you can't be loved the way that you deserve to be loved if they don't love God more than you. That's the truth about love. Those are the marriages that succeed, are the marriages that love God more than the person that they're married to. You've probably seen the very simple yet profound diagram of a triangle with God at the top of the triangle and the husband on one side and the wife on the other. As the husband and wife grow closer together, they naturally grow closer to God. And as they get further away from God, they naturally get further away from each other. Marriages and courtships operate at a prime level when God is loved more than the people in those relationships. It's difficult, but it is the most rewarding journey. You know, someone asked the question in the class, well, how do I know when I am in love? That's a great question. How do you know when you truly are in love with another person? Here's my answer, and maybe you agree, maybe you disagree. It's not when you can't imagine your life without them. Because tragedies happen, surprises happen, life throws you difficult cards to deal with. Sometimes someone just ups and leaves that you thought would always be there. 
It's not when you can't imagine your life without them, because sometimes life will make that happen. You know you're in love with someone when you can't imagine putting yourself before them. That's agape love. That's love that's built on Christ. That is love that will never fail. As always, keep your eyes on heaven. Thank you for spending a few minutes today with us here at Road Talk. I hope you have a great week, and I can't wait to spend time with you next time.